Await no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can find this show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at Bad Bit Games. Now, this episode is a little bit different. This episode is a bonus show to our usual show where we talk all things PlayStation news. But today, the review embargo for Ghost of Tsushima is out. Brock McLaughlin is here. So today is our review preview of Ghost of Tsushima. So with all that said, it's totally spoiler free. Don't worry. If you like what you hear, please consider us dropping a five-star review on iTunes. And if you really, really like us, on Patreon as well. Dollar a day keeps the debt at bay. With all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host who is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? I am so excited to get, yet again, another PlayStation exclusive in my hands this week. And right. I'm excited to hear what Brock is, thinks about the game. So, And right to you, Brock. There, there was so much rhyming. It sounded like Dr. Seuss starting <laughs> off there. I'm like, I need to think of something clever to say. Uh, but I got nothing. Maybe another day. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Dude, uh, so how this review came to be, uh, I saw on Twitter you're, you announced that you were able to say, hey, I got the review code for Ghost of Tsushima. I'm playing it. And I'm going to be out there for a review. And when I saw that, I was just like, oh, you know, our Last of Us review, I loved that one. Um, and, and I was just like, I don't want to just like immediately ask him. Cause that seems you know, like clingy. And then literally the morning after you announced that you have this game, you're like, I've played this all night. I need to talk about this game with you. Yeah. And I had like so much time to play this game. Uh, and it was, it was kick-ass, man. It was so kick-ass. I'm really stoked to be here today. So with that, let's, let's get right into it. Wh- where is walking into this game, Brock? Where are where are you walking in from? Are you hyped for this game? Were you kind of just like surface level like excitement? Like not at all? Where were you? I, I was I was pretty hyped, but I hadn't really seen anything on it since really that first reveal back at like E3 2018, I wanna say. Uh, when E3 threw that really weird E3 party and they walked us through uh like a Japanese garden and rose petals were falling on her head and then they like let us out to socialize with everyone after like what we'd seen and there was rose petals all in the, all on the ground and I got down there and like unbuttoned my shirt and rolled in the rose petals while drinking it was a wonderful experience since then I've been pretty hyped for the game nice nice so with with that you're getting the review code uh we got mm-hmm. a whole bunch of questions from everybody at via uh the Casa de Badbit Discord server PS Trophy Room on Twitter which you can follow us there give us your questions uh Kyle Actually, yeah. you have the first question for you. Yeah. So ask so, away. Yeah. So Brock, before we get into the mechanics of the game and how the game feels, what are your thoughts on the game's narrative and just the way it's presented? Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed the game. Uh, I will say that it was very, very fun. Um, I won't say it has the. It, it doesn't really have the greatest story. It's very average at best it's it's gamey um it, it, the game does a good job of making the characters kind of feel important there's some great side characters that all kind of come back um there's not just really random npcs you're helping it's more oh look i'm gonna do some quests for you you're gonna come back and act two of the game which is a nice touch but still it's, it's relatively pretty boring and the main character is very forgettable uh mm. Jin isn't the most exciting character in the world um i would much rather if they 
expand this game into a sequel, see someone different, um, or really expand his character. But on the surface, it's very it's average, uh, but it is so much fun. And there is some really great quests, um, but nothing that hits like other games, like even Assassin's Creed and Witcher 3, other open world games like this, have far more exciting um, quests when they get good. That's See, that's interesting to hear. One of the, one of the points you, you hit on was the side quests in the game and how these people carry on with you as the story progresses you're not just helping like a random person try to find their dog you're helping someone that's going to be in not to say like important but maybe serve as a like a b plot throughout the story as well is that what you're telling you're, me you're pretty much trying to recruit people to uh take down the emperor so you need like an army behind you that sounds dope it's it's cool and speaking of it and and it kind of hits what you say here gavs goady uh goady on the ps uh trophy room via twitter asks what did you think of the narrative slash story as far as uh as there really hasn't been any info on the story mode aspect i'm curious how in-depth the story is so is is there something after this game where uh where you feel like yeah in a sequel or lends itself to a sequel somewhere down the line? Like how deep does this story go? Is it just all surface level stuff? I mean, they definitely lay roots for a sequel. I feel like every game kind of out there does now. Uh, I don't think it's going to be one and done for sure. There's definitely strands of more you can see and more characters you can um, embody, even like just a, what Uncharted does with like just a spinoff on yeah. a smaller scale. That's what I was thinking as well. Again, totally spoiler free, but like mm-hmm. with, with Ghost with, with Toshima and the Mongolian conflict, like J- Japan does really well in that conflict. And so I'm like, where can actually a sequel goes? And it's cool that you're saying, yeah, it it lends it it can lend whether it wants to be with Jen or not to more games. But speaking of. Uh, Kyle, what's the next question from a viewer? Yeah, this question comes from Insipid Ghost, and he writes, there's a lot of, om- oh, not armchair, armchair <laughs> comparisons about Ghost right now. Some say it's like Assassin's Creed, some say Bloodborne. What games would you equate it to, and how does Ghost distinguish itself from others in its genre? How linear's, How linear is the main quest, and how rich is the world of side quests? That's that's a low. That's a very big question. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I read a few other reviews today. I, I was curious, and I do want to read some more tonight just to see where people kind of what can people compare to. It is kind of like an Assassin's Creed. I mean, there's always that comparison. Oh, it's Assassin's Creed, but in Japan, um, that's because it has stealth elements and it's open world. I guess there is very similar things. Again, this is a very video gamey feeling game, more so than I thought when I first went into it. Um, but it does have that those like Witcher moments, like when you're riding the horse through these vast open like landscapes. You're like, oh, this feels like the Witcher all over mm-hmm. again. Um, but it does just dis- differentiate um, differentiate itself. Wow, I cannot pronounce that. Differentiate itself in that set, uh, just in the setting and the world it's created. Mm-hmm. Um, and art from an art direction standpoint, this is one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. Like it's just absolutely stunning, mm-hmm. uh, and this open world feels. Like it, it feels full of life and, and oh my God, I'm going to say it, but it, and it's so cliched, but when people are like, oh, New York is like a character in that movie, it feels like the wind <laughs> is a character in this game. Like the environment is alive in That's this. That's awesome. Um, and, and it's cool. And the, the wind, when following the wind to your next kind of 
uh, destination was kind of their big first selling point. Um, I think was kind of like, oh yeah, there's gonna, not going to be like an arrow tracker. Um, it's you follow the wind and it actually works really, really well. And it's really, really cool. And it just takes something away from the screen. So it just makes it feel more immersive and open, which and I really liked. Famous, uh, famous Seamus, the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life. He does ask, how does having a minimal HUD help immerse you into the game? Does it help you? Like, like, would you have liked a little arrow with a little like compass on them on, on top of the screen? Or do you actually like the, the, the wind mechanic that they introduce where the wind and animals point you in the direction you need to go. I think the wind is brilliant. Like absolutely brilliant. It works so much better than I ever would have thought. Um, I I definitely was nervous on that feature, but it just works seamlessly. Uh, And the animals is really cool. Like you get to follow like golden birds or foxes around um, to get to your like destination or secret locations and things like that, which is um, just really cool. Like it feels very immersive and the soundtrack I don't know the soundtrack, just the ambient noise is just so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, so you hear bugs and just like little, little, little nuances. Like the crunch of like, like, uh, like grass and stuff like that. I always, that's the stuff I like. Like yeah. you give me a good sound of a crunch of, of snow and like, I'm there with you. I'm, I'm in that game right now. <laughs> I, I just got a new speaker and like just listening to this thing coming out of it. And I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> I don't need to be so stoned anymore when I play. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and my 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 question going for what uh, what Insipid Ghost was writing in when he's when he says something like a like a Bloodborne when people were looking at the combat in the beginning they were a little concerned because the only really you know um, Japanese samurai like games that we've had of recent are games like Sekiro right mm-hmm. or, or or from game and people were kind of concerned where we have these two different fighting styles what is it going to play like and so you're telling us right now it's not like a Sekiro this is more like if we had to if we had to say it <laughs> it, it is more like a uh, like an Assassin's Creed but like is it an Assassin's Creed Odyssey or is it like an Assassin's Creed I would Odyssey? say it's most like like Batman Arkham like it's Ooh, very nice. kind of technical like that and you can switch up your stances really quick there's four different stances you can use and just how it kind of operates is really cool like you can't direct target on anyone um, so you kind of just have to roll around and find them and you get swarmed by people all the time. Mm-hmm. It is really cool. And it just kind of works like a dance. It's very, um, very seamless. Like it's mm-hmm. just, it, it's some of the best combat I played like all console gen. It feels so good. I think the combat here is like the real standout mm-hmm. and looking back at that first trailer, the combat looked very different and much slower right. back then. Um, it seems to have, sped up by like like sonic the hedgehog has been infused in gin because the guy's just like rolling around like a maniac but it just feels really cool and like blocking just feels like damn i'm a i'm a samurai and the cool thing that i saw was when you're fighting people yeah like their health bar for the most part from what i've seen again is not that much like you could kill them in uh, like three slashes but Mm. you also have to break their parries and that's and that's how it, it it teases you. So you're not slashing a guy ten times, and it feels like the samurai blade is a is like a nerf blade. It yeah. actually does feel like you're having a legitimate sword fight with people, which is really awesome. Kyle, if you could, famous Seamus got another question in there. Would yeah. you like to read it off? Uh, there are two different gameplay styles: samurai and ninja. Which style did you prefer? Oh, samurai, but like so much. Uh, ninja felt very. The stealth was a little shitty. Um, mm, okay. The the AI isn't the greatest. 
And I felt like every time I did stealth, I was getting caught for just like really, really ridiculous mistakes. And it seemed very random. Um, people would sometimes kind of see you, sometimes they wouldn't. It just, it, the AI did not feel up to snuff. And just how good the combat system is, it feels like a shame to kind of waste that. Mm. And that's and it leads right into Todd Oxer's, uh tweet. Uh, he says, will I need to be good at self or can I survive encounters when I get discovered? So the stealth is kind of meh when we talk about when you get discovered as the ghost is the fighting style like similar to that of of the um of the samurai yeah when you get to sever you can go full into battling like you then just become your samurai unless the mission tells you no you have to be stealth um mm. so if you can't be seen or there's hostages or whatever then they kill them and then you have to restart which can be very frustrating um but i found those weren't they were very few and far between yeah Kyle, you have anything to add on that as well? Uh, yeah, from what uh, the Ghost uh, State of Play um, about a month or so back, they showed off like how Ninja version of Jin has like these gadgets mm-hmm. and stuff. How how cool uh, and how useful are those gadgets? Do you find yourself using them a lot, or are they just kind of there if you need them? I used a throwing knife like all the time. That was badass, um, but not really so much like the smoke bombs or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was such a hack and slash player too, um, <laughs> and not very like careful in my movements. Mm-hmm. Uh, the arrow feels really cool. It just feel it feels great to shoot people right in the head. Um, but no, like the smoke bombs, I didn't really use much. Nor the grenades. Um, mm-hmm. The one that felt really weird um, was the distraction, like the I, firecrackers, I right? The fi- yeah. They just felt like you get them later in the game, which seems weird. You should have got them way earlier. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they feel really sporadic um, and don't work very well. So is it kind of like the battering in, in Arkham where like, I remember you throw like, I think it's some type of gadget in Arkham. You throw it and everybody gathers to that one spot. And they're like, what's going on around here? Like, do they well, do they that? Well, they didn't really follow it at all. They just kind of look around. You're like, well, this doesn't help me at all. Like, not one bit um where it should have it, it would have been like made way more sense assassin's creed is the one where you pick up rocks on the ground right and just throw the rock it they should have just copied that completely because it would have felt so much better <laughs> all right okay <laughs> and like man and, and the worst part about stealth and I'm, I, i'll complain about this forever go for it's it. just like hiding in tall grass is just i just hate that gameplay mechanic so much it doesn't right feel we were bitching about that in last of us part two you're <laughs> yeah. just like like you liked how you're like yeah no it, even if i'm not in grass they will see me eventually it's not like they have to trip over me and yeah, yeah. It, it, it is like it is a, a a tiring mechanic to say the least um my question here for you kyle i'm gonna take this one i'm so sorry yeah go ahead uh the devs say that this game is an open world game inspired by like legend of zelda breath of the wild um, do you see that in this game? Because Breath of the Wild is very much like you're playing with the physics and the world itself, you go anywhere. Like, can we get to Ganon right away in this game? Yeah, it took me a while to realize that. Uh, but you can go wherever you want and just, like, hit up anything. I guess they're... I, I found this out after. I didn't even know this. But the challenges, like, depending where you go, it's just scales depending on where you go. Um, oh, so, so you there's go no leveling you system go. whatsoever. No. So you do level, but the enemies get higher as you level up versus you can you so you can walk in wherever you want pretty much and just explore that's awesome that's which i loved so they did a very good job so like mm-hmm. i could go as far as i wanted on the map and just fight some guys and be like and be totally fine i wouldn't be worried about like walking into like an enemy base that was way above me 
Okay. And w- when you're right in there. that open world, are there, because again, we're, like they said, Breath of the Wild. So, like, are there shrines? Are there enough things to do in that open world where it doesn't seem like I'm getting bored? Yeah, man, there's so much to do. Like, there is stuff around every corner. And and just, like, even if it's just enemies filling, like, a little void of space, it felt so fun to, like, do, like, a duel and take one out or, you know, just attack people. That's awesome. That God, I'm getting sold right now. Kyle, go for it. Yeah, uh, you mentioned it briefly, like, leveling up. Leveling up, does that give us uh, ability points and different skill trees? And I believe in the le- in that same state of play, they showed, like, different armor that has different buffs and stuff. Did you find yourself, like, switching it up, like, your, your visual style a lot? Um, there's different clothes with different stats on it. There's different stances you can do, and you can power up each of those stances. You can power up certain, like, just um, the stuff you have, like the collectibles you can throw and stuff. There's so many different branching skill trees, um, depending. And then you can upgrade your weapons. You can upgrade your armor. Like, it, it's pretty in-depth, and it's kind of like an RPG light. Um, there's a lot more customability than I thought there would be. Awesome. And it felt really cool dressing them up. Like, really cool. You're like, fuck yeah, I got, like, this big thing sticking under my nose and stuff. God, that's That's awesome. awesome. Kyle, this question. Yeah. This one's one's all for you, buddy. Uh, I love moving through the world of the Infamous games due to how great the traversal of the powers felt. as either Cole or Delson. Um, How does it feel to move through the world of Tsushima on horse and on foot and, like, climbing up the buildings and stuff? Is it the sucker punch quality of of climbing and, and... Someone asked, but I haven't played Infamous probably since it came out. Sure. Um, I don't. I never was a huge fan of Infamous. I was like, oh, this is like a cool crackdown type game, but yeah. not really like for me. Uh, this just felt really good. Like, just the environments just look so beautiful. It just feels so nice to run through them. Mm-hmm. And being on a horse feels very similar to Witcher Three versus like Red Dead Redemption, where being on a horse felt like tedious and very slow. <laughs> this is very quick. All right, awesome. and there's also like climbing elements I saw as well. That, how how good does that climbing feel? Kick ass. Yeah, it like feels really kick ass. Um, to do a lot of the so there's four different types of quests and there's mythical quests. Mm-hmm. Um, where you find those are some of the best um Dang best me. quests in the game, and they involve a lot of climbing and like kind of like Tomb Raider esque um action sequences, which are really fun. But the climbing is really really fluid and really slick it, it's very simple don't get me wrong but simple just be it's just fun all right all right kyle you have another question yeah uh and i'm thinking of more as we go too um i love photo modes is this the best photo mode in a game yet yeah i i'm not a huge fan of photo okay. mode, but i had to stop and take some photos like it is very very cool you can kind of position everything and they made it easy i think the most what usually takes me out of it is just how slow it is and cumbersome and there's like fuck there's like seven thousand buttons you're like i don't know how to do this yeah um but this made it that's really my really cinematic that's my same problem is like there's so many options and yeah. i get kind of overwhelmed is there a sense of you getting overwhelmed as well here surprisingly not like not totally um i i i had to try it and it was all it was all right like it was cool i still wouldn't really go after it like i like animal crossing photography and that's about it (laughs) (laughs) it's just like press a button i'm done i'm good Uh, so on that same visual thing did you try the kurosawa mode the black and white stuff I, i did uh it was really cool and and that definitely a feature that 
I was excited about. But I feel like it just takes away from the overall beauty of this game. Mm-hmm. The game just looks so good. In black and white, you lose a lot of that. And it, it's just, eh, at the end of the day, it's like very novelty. So yeah, right. that's cool, but I wouldn't really want to use it. Well, uh, my question there for you in, in terms of like, does this feel like one of uh, his films? Like a Kurosawa-like uh, film? That's because everybody keeps on throwing throwing his name around. Does it give that sense of like a like a like a Star War? You know. I I mean I I guess so. I mean, there's samurais and it's in black and white. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other question sure. for you. Other question. Um, did you play English, Japanese? Um, or- I, I played English. English. Um, yeah, but you, and and the best thing is you can switch between them all as right. you play. So you can switch to difficult, you can switch to language track, you can switch to Kurosawa mode anytime you want. Like it's super super easy um, and seamless, and doesn't take any like time to change, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, but yeah, I played with English. Okay, I, I did see some video today of the the Japanese version that looked um, questionable. Mm. I feel like they should have done it in Japanese and then English subbed on top, okay. which would have definitely given it more of an authentic feel. Okay. Uh, in talking about, sense? Uh, no, I think <laughs> yeah. so. I think because, okay. yeah. like, for me, I'm like, I'm a dumb dumb. I can't read good, so like, I'm going with the English. You know, like, yeah. uh, the, the the voice acting is great though in the English. Like, yeah. they, it, it's not like they whitewash the cast. Right? Okay, like it's actually a good cast. Right, it's actually Japanese people that are yeah. doing these lines, which is great. It, it's not Troy Barker, you know. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he must have been pissed he didn't get a role. Dude, dude, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a tweet about being in an arena. I don't listen, we can't throw that name around. Um but we talk about like all these different modes. Uh, did you see, did you did you dive into if there's any type of like accessibility feature in this game? Like how accessible is this game? Let's just say, for example, like for me, I like The Last of Us a lot for that accessibility mode of like, you know, if there was a uh, a, a area that was too difficult to I could kind of, you know, lower the difficulty. Is there is there like a difficulty like switch to it? Yeah, you could drop it on the go. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh man. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank God. Yeah. Uh, I played on normal, and, and it was not overly that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get pretty op pretty quickly. It seemed, especially if you're like me and just like wander around, mm-hmm. um, doing whatever you feel like right off the bat. Okay. Kyle, you say you got some questions lined up yeah. that we almost got all the viewer questions out. We got one left. I, Go for it, sir. Since this is the trophy room, and as a trophy hunter, I don't know about your history with trophies, Brock, but is the trophy list a pain in the ass? Do I have to beat this twice to get a platinum? Do you know about the list at all? I don't think I do because I think okay. they're locked. Um, oh, sweet. So I wouldn't even see them. Um, yeah, but I got tons playing. Sweet. Like, just easily mm-hmm. killing dudes like doing normal shit um oh, sweet. yeah so i i don't really know mm-hmm. hopefully not i, I don't yeah. really know sucker punch's history with trophies at all either yeah um, usually with the infamous you have to play it good side evil side so basically two playthroughs there wasn't there was like kind of branching dialogue options in this game and that, that bugged me too is like you could be on a horse and you're talking to someone you had two options to choose and both of them were the exact same and you're like what what's the point of even this like right. there wasn't really anything branching um throughout the game yeah and and that uh, when you say that too like the first game that comes to mind is a game like Horizon where to me yeah everybody's going to get the same ending but you were able to create the Aloy you wanted to create 
Mm-hmm. Is there it, like in in from what you're saying, they have something similar, but it doesn't hit that tone. It, yeah, they try for that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it totally hits the mark. They definitely play with, um, you know, your own your own beliefs and your own how you grew up as a samurai and how you attack and how you fight people. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think it really really takes away with it. Okay, all right. Kyle? Which, is, which is still fine. Again, <laughs> fun fun game. Yeah, yeah no, for, dude, you're, uh, it's kind of like the Last of Us conversation again. But yeah. this time, you're way higher on this game. I am oh, man. so pumped yeah. to play, man. I like enjoyed my time with this game. Like it's so <laughs> cool to look at. Like it's so it's so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it just feels it feels good. Like it just it was a kick ass time. All right, all right, Kyle. Any more questions, sir? Uh, no, not at the moment. I can't okay. unless I think of one afterwards, which, okay. oh well. But <laughs> And the last question comes to Nakachaka via the Cassidy Babbitt Discord server. And I'm reading this for the second time, so I think this is a question kind of for all of us. Let's see. Uh, given the fact that on the, P- sorry, given the fact that the PS5 will launch in a few short months, do you think Ghost of Tsushima should have been a PS5 launch title? So I'll first go to you, Brock. Is this should this have been a PS5 launch title, or do you think this is a perfect swan song to kind of say goodbye to the PS4 as we transition into next gen? I think it's a perfect swan song. I I, I haven't touched on this. I, I don't really know if other people have it. This game is glitchy as all hell. It patched like three times since they sent it out. Like it is. Mm. There's a lot of a uh, lot of problems that I think they'll, they'll probably be ironed out in the coming weeks, which is fine. Nothing enough to ruin the gameplay, but even like. Enemies would kind of just stare at a wall sometimes, and that's what I'm talking about, bad uh, bad AI. Um, but yeah, I think it's pushing what the PS4 can do, but I don't know if it'd be pushing what the PS5 could do. Okay, okay. Also, if you're a video watcher, um, Zoom wanted to give you a gift, but I had to close that window, so I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you, you lost your window to get that gift. Uh, Kyle, what do you think? Is this the perfect swan song, or maybe would you like to see this push the PS5 a little bit? Uh no, I I think it sounds like a perfect swan song. I think yeah. the the combo of having this and Last of Us being the two big things to end the PS4, I think is really really great. And yeah. um, and that's I mean for sure we'll be playing a version of this on our PS5 anyway. So it's true. It'll be boost. Tim Cerny yep. will collect our ears. It's gonna be beautiful. <laughs> it's gonna be perfect. For me, I, I'm I'm right there with you. Just because it's the summer, man. I need something cheery. <laughs> Brock, I've been through The Last of Us twice. We yeah. got a pandemic. There's some things that I just need. I just need to be a samurai right now. So Yeah, you need some humor in your life. Yeah, man. So <laughs> seeing, seeing, seeing Ghost of Tsushima out now in what seems like to be the perfect time where there's not really anything else that you can do and you're stuck inside. So, like, go ahead. Go for it. What else do we got to, like... October now with Assassin's Creed. This is, yeah. I mean, Kingdoms of Amalur was supposed to be August. Now it's September. Like, I'll be playing Tony Hawk till PS Five. <laughs> <laughs> Brock, we can see you back for Tony Hawk. There you go. You know, I'm so ready. I re- I remember my, my one of my not best memories was throwing a temper tantrum when I was a kid. Be- oh, so, uh, at my own birthday party, and it had to do with something about Tony Hawk. I think I didn't get it as a kid, mm. and my like for my birthday, and one of my friends that. brought it over, and I was just jealous that he had it and not me. I think. 
<laughs> anyway, back to Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Brock, any closing thoughts as we enter, uh, or as we enter the Atros? Yeah, well played, Sucker Punch. This is a great little game. Uh, I definitely think you guys should play it. It's it's long with not being too long. It's I, I finished about thirty something hours. You can easily stretch this more, but I, I honestly like it. Feels a lot like I haven't had this much joy in a game for like exclusive like this since like Horizon Zero Dawn. I mm. just love love this game. And now my last question for you: Is this because it's June? YouTube videos are already coming out. The game of the year so far. It, it's July, but uh, oh, sorry, yeah. time That's is cool. an enigma. Man, you're living in the past. You're living in. <laughs> Man, I'm going to Florida tomorrow. It's going to be great. I hear it's oh, Disney's Holy opening shit. up soon. I think uh, <laughs> nothing bad's happening. But like you know, it's July. We're already seeing the top five games so far. 2020. Uh, is this your game of the year? Is this a contender? What, what, Brian? <laughs> No, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's game of the year. Okay. Are you kidding me? My game of the years are always something fucking random. <laughs> uh, bug fable. Have, have we not talked about bug fable yet? <laughs> so, so in December, your your game of the year is going to be like something like bug snacks, something totally yeah, weird something stupid like that. Yeah, maybe Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah. um, no, this I think this will this will be on there. I, I yeah. like looking for things that gave me great joy, um, and and this definitely did. Awesome. Hey, maybe par- Paper Mario's out this week. It might, oh. uh, it might do it for me, mm-hmm. despite not looking good at all. I know that's in my fantasy critic, and I'm now nervous because that was supposed to be a safe bet. But hey, listen, <laughs> things happen. That, that is not a safe bet, man. It, is it not? That's how. Like, <laughs> I bet just... is saying a safe bet is saying, uh, "Wow, Cyberpunk is not coming out on Game Pass." Right, Sean Capri, <laughs> you owe me fifty bucks. Right, and like. <laughs> Well, because I I know so surface level on Nintendo, so I'm like Mario, good. <laughs> I <laughs> put on a list, you know. Yeah. Uh, with that, Brock, where can people find you? Say, um, under the bridge. Really? Okay. <laughs> Which bridge? Twitter at Brock. Mc- <laughs> I don't want to give away my great sleeping spot. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Brock McLaughlin or uh, BrockStarGaming.com. There you go. There you go. Again, link to everything Brock does down below, even his review down there, which is fantastic. Kyle, give me that sweet, sweet outro. Hootat Ninja 73. And if you're ever in New York area and you want to hang out with some cool people, hit up kindanyc.com, as well as finding our two shows, a gaming show, Platform Agnostic and Dollar Slice Pod, which is our conversational one. There you go. I was just trying to look at seeing if there's any more questions. This is done. This is great. And you can find me over at Mr. Bad Bit on Twitter, Bad Bit Games on YouTube. Hit that subscribe, that like, that share, all that jazz. And you can find uh, the Trophy Room on Twitter at PS Trophy Room. You can find the Trophy Room on Bad Bit Games, the video version, and on any podcast service of your liking, except for maybe Stitcher. I don't know. Someone <laughs> on Stitcher, tell me if we're there. So with all that said, Spotify. I love a good Spotify. Chef's kiss. iTunes rate us five stars. Google Play. I heard that's a thing. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep hunting and keep playing Ghost of Tsushima because it's out on Friday. So have fun with that. And PlayStation.